Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Beatin' Down, just checking in with you guys with the uh, Comic Palooza post show. Uh, obviously, this is Cold 45. Mr. Me and Black and uh, Sunny Chips are actually going to be on break. Uh, I've been working the living crap out of these guys, and uh, they deserve a little sabbatical. We do have some bank episodes coming up uh, for the next two weeks, so do not worry. We will be there. Content will be out. Um, speaking of content, I want to give a uh, proper just shout out to uh, Kerry Gordon, who is the uh, uh, he's host of the Metal Geeks podcast and also the coordinator for the social media for Comic Palooza. Big, big help that guy was um, getting us our live show, getting us uh, where we need to go and tell us everything we need to know to get this thing rolling. Another shout out to Rosario Pena and Lisa, you know, just getting things where they needed to be. Um, I want to give a shout out to the uh, Comic Palooza partnership program. Uh, give a shout out to all the podcasts that were involved. Actually, the guys that helped us out with our uh, live show also. So a uh, special shout out goes out to a uh, Bri-Fi podcast, uh, the Rebel Radio podcast. Sorry for screwing y'all got your names up. Um, the Nerdery who helped us out. Dogfin Radio, those guys are hilarious. Also, huge shout out to uh, the Nerdy Bitches podcast for like just really, really nice words uh, showing up to the panel. Craig Price, uh, who's the host of Reality Check, special shout out for that guy as well. Comical Podcast, The Warlocks, Nerd Food, Caster Quest, uh, The Nth Podcast, The Commentators, Space City, Nerd, uh, God Hates Comics, Zero Fortitude, Legends of Shield, special shout out to those guys also. Jenny Kelly with I Love Flavor also. Uh, uh, we had a huge, 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 huge blast. I can't like overstate that enough special shout out to nerd podcast mafia member uh montego bradley who actually came out with his wife um huge help from those guys also i'm probably gonna say huge help a billion times i apologize but uh shout out to montego man it was really cool seeing him really cool hanging out with the guys hopefully i can meet up with the rest of the mafia so we all can hang out also want to give a shout out to uh, geek yoga podcast for joining the mafia welcome aboard guys um hopefully we don't let you down um uh we're going to kind of get through it. I'm just going to basically walk you guys through uh, everything we did. It's not going to be that long episode, but uh, we're going to hit you guys. Um, first, I'm going to give you the interview with the comic book men's own Ming Chen. So, nothing much, man. Just Cold 45, me. Beat him down here with Mr. Chin. How's it going, bro? It's going great, man. How yeah. are you? Is I'm your tagline right. like just me, my podcast, and some uh, cold we, Colt 45? We have a tagline, and he's our tagline guy. He, yeah. he does it before every show. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, that's our tagline. But the possibilities are endless. It's they just are. like, you know, like the Colt 45 works every time. Like, it's like, the, just. Can we, did we copyright it for I don't think they did. No? I don't think that's trademarked, my friend. Yeah, I mean he owns it like, kind of spiritually, but yeah. I think, geez, man, I would, yeah, it's it's it's, it's too epic to pass up. You're right. Yeah, I think we might have to well, jump give on us it. give us some thought. We give will next thought. one next episode. We'll give it a try and see how it goes. With the yeah, cause I, I if one if there's one thing I've learned from podcasting, it's like yeah, knee deep in ladies, man. They love the podcasters, dude. <laughs> oh, every, I don't, dude, everywhere I, I go. I, yeah, I don't know about you. I, I don't know about you, gentlemen, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's like wait a minute, you do the, you do that podcast on uh, Kevin oh, Smith's network, guy, right? Yeah, just, just yeah, yeah, panty dropper, man, panty dropper. So for any of you, you know, young kids listening out there to Cult 45, you know, you're growing up it's like, well, you know, how do you know, how do I learn the ways, you know, from you guys start podcasting? That's it, man. That's That's it. Forget being a doctor or any, any of that other crap. Yeah. Podcasting is where. Yeah, it, it got me here. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm semi joking, but it was podcasting that yeah. led us to comic book men. Um, How'd that work? How'd there's that a podcast that Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan from comic men do. They, it's called mm -hmm. Tell Them Steve Dave. Okay. And it was, um. It's kind of an outlet for Brian Johnson. If you watch him on the show, kind of an angry, surly guy. Mm -hmm. He's he's had bouts of depression. Okay. He's uh, you know he's a very controversial fellow. Mm -hmm. 
but very he's always been very opinionated. Right. If if you've seen the movie Clerks, yeah. uh, the character Randall is Brian Johnson. Okay, I know exactly. Very much based that. on Brian Johnson, and so and one day Kevin was like, "Dude, you gotta you gotta put this down where other people can listen to it. Mm -hmm. Even if you're just venting, this is the perfect outlet to vent." So they did that. Uh, after their fifth episode, they started calling me down to make fun of me. Yeah. And at some point um, during the whole kind of show development process, AMC mm -hmm. took a listen at some of those episodes, mm -hmm. and they're like, "These, if these guys can be this funny, uh, as funny as they're on the podcast, mm -hmm. on the show, we're we're gonna go. We're gonna not only are we gonna have a show, we'll, we'll, the show will work, yeah. but we may go be going on for a long time." Do you feel a little different being on TV as opposed to doing it, you know, just podcasting with the mic and no cameras? It not really. Yeah. It it. But like podcasting, mm -hmm. you know, we just sit around and BS all the time about things that don't to, to the outside world uh, don't really matter. But to us, they yeah. matter so much. Like, who shot first, yeah. or you know, does Back to the Future work chronologically? And does you know, it? and I, well, you know, in, in Back to the Future Three, there should have been two DeLoreans in the 1885. I, there's all the you know, there's all, a lot of oh, arguments. Man, I'll be googling a lot of <laughs> arguments. Yeah, but and so we do the same thing uh, for the show. Right. And um, yeah, you know. Uh, We've been shooting with the same crew for like five years, so they're all friends. They're all nerds, yeah. and you don't even notice them anymore. So it's it it really is a it's kind of a testament to the power of just geek discussions, yeah. where the whole rest of the world can just melt away, right. and whatever you're discussing is is more important than cool. than anything else out there. All right, you got another podcast too, right? I do. I started one. So I I do too. Uh, Mike and I started one called I Sell Comics, which mm -hmm. uh, uh, we talk about the weekly comics releases and pop culture news. Mm -hmm. That's on Kevin's Smodcast Network. Okay. And Mike and I just started a new one called the Ming and Mike Show. It's right. It's pretty simple. We need an outlet just where we could talk about anything we wanted, mm -hmm. and we could where we could make fun of our friends and okay. just weird things that happened. And you know when I. Just uh, you know, when I get back this week, I'll be talking about Comic Palooza and yeah. talking with Colt Forty Five. And now you and also have another thing. Uh, was it Rescue Palooza? Uh, yeah, we did a thing yeah. called uh, uh, there's a local animal shelter. Uh, one every year, they they ask us to come help out and, yeah. and promote their event. Okay. It's an animal rescue event that they throw uh, once a year, and it's one of a uh, it's it's one of the few events that Walt Flanagan will go to. Mm -hmm. He's not a fan of going to conventions. Right. He's a very private guy outside of the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, he doesn't fly either, so really? that prevents him to go into places like Houston and Comic Palooza. Right. I think he would love it here. I think they have such a yeah. great mix of guests, whether it be movie, TV. They get a lot of rock stars here, wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Just like they, they, it's a pretty great mix. So I think he would have fun here. But he doesn't believe in the physics of flight. As such, he will not get on an airplane. Oh, he believes that the metal ship is gonna fall. Yes, out of the sky? he believes oh, that the oh, physically, that according to the universe, it should not work. And okay. Well, and hence he should do not be a part of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad at him. So I was reading your bio that you um you read preacher or you read preacher. Yes, love you, preacher. How you feel about the show? You I, I I like the show. I think yeah. uh, the show. I think the show is great. I I did think it was a little odd. The first episode. Mm -hmm. Was uh, I th I was I thought it'd be a little more straightforward to the non-preacher reading audience, you know, because right. I I know who Jesse Custer is, I know who Tulip is, I know who Cassidy is, right. I know who the Saint of Killers is, um, but I was kind of watching. I was like, wow, if you didn't know any of these, like Yours. this, this yeah. is really weird. But that's I think that's part of the but charm. It, 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 and that was a problem I was having with it. I was like, 
I know exactly what's going to happen. Right, this. right. And then I still didn't know what was really going on. I was like, I mean, yeah. Cassie's on an airplane and he's like beating these guys up. And like, what's going on? I, I, we yeah. learned later, but yeah, yeah. But I, th- I, I thought I'm trying to decide whether them not being as straightforward in the beginning is genius or or not. But I, you know, it's it's worked out for a lot of like yeah. Lost. You know, that would definitely worked out for them. Right. Uh, yeah, a lot a lot of things. So um, and uh, I re- what I really love is especially being here in Houston, in Texas, mm-hmm. is uh. They're, they're the, the whole kind of Western cowboy atmosphere, like mm-hmm. Old West um, atmosphere, right. uh, you know, old lonely church, like gravestones, uh, the little metal tips on the collar, yeah. thing, little things like that, the Johnny Cash soundtrack. That's pr- it's that pretty part, scenic. It's that, really nice. How yeah, that, it that's, it's excellent. It's well shot for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, are you reading any other common titles right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm uh, in, in that vein. Um, yeah, I, I, I love superheroes. Okay. I find myself reading just more like image titles, which is more kind of straight up stories mm-hmm. than, than say costume superheroes and tied saving the world. Right. Uh, the one I'm really loving right now is a book written by Brian K. Vaughn called Paper Girls. And the way I describe it is as, um, it's for newspaper delivery girls. Uh, I think they're about 13, 14 mm-hmm. in, in 1988 Cleveland. And they run into like these interdimensional beings from like we don't we're not really sure yet mm-hmm. but uh i i for i, I call it uh like goonies with girls meets like et meets um um meets like dark city meets okay. uh, uh my like um inception yeah it's pretty awesome really All yeah right. it's, it's pretty, an image it's an image, image title yeah it's an image book uh i've also been reading another book called manifest destiny which mm-hmm. is a lewis and clark expedition mm-hmm. But instead of them just kind of going west and you know discovering California, they run into plant-based zombies and sea serpents, giant ladybugs, and um, all That's sorts of cool. like supernatural, fantastical creatures and elements and enemies. And um, you know, we all learned about the Lewis Clark expedition in yeah. school. But if they just they should ha- this should be standard issue for every kid in there. Mm-hmm. Like it probably didn't happen like that. Yeah. But Little who who cares? Yeah. You get the gist of it, yeah. so yeah. That's For image, have you ever read the uh, the Legend of Luther Stroud? No, I I know that yes. it's on the list. Yeah, dude, it's on it's, the list. It's really good, and there's another one, the boys. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the boys. Yeah, the boys. Dynamite boy. one is. Yeah, uh, the yeah the boy the boys is great. The boys is great, but I, I, I you know I've been reading the the new Rebirth titles. This mm-hmm. the uh, uh, DC's killing it. Yeah, Civil War two also great. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of great stuff out there. If you're a comic book reader, it's a it's a very good time. All right, we got to get to the hard hitting question. Go for it. Shoot. If you had to pick a teenage mutant ninja turtle to be, who would you be? I'm a, I'm a Michelangelo fan. One, he was the first turtle. He's the first one that Kevin Eastman ever drew. I did not know that. Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah. He actually brought in his first illustration into the store. Okay. He is trying to sell it for charity. It's valued at two million dollars. He's trying to get two million dollars for it. Which that is the one that was the joint that kicked off the whole franchise. Yeah, and and that's cool. I thought it was cool. He's giving it. I think it's going to like uh, Heroes for Hospice or one of those to benefit mm-hmm. comic book old older comic book creators who might be on hard times. Which yeah. I thought was a noble cause. That's really cool. Yeah, but um, I, he's also I believe he's the tech geek in as much as he'll invent the the gadgets and he'll fix them, mm-hmm. which is kind of like you know if anyone's having trouble with their email, their iTunes or whatever, he's the guy to call. Yeah, including Kevin, he I'm the guy to call. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, everyone always Raphael, Raphael, Raphael. I'm like, come on, like, Ra- I always yeah. pick Leonardo. Leonardo's cool guy. too. Yeah, yeah Leonardo's cool. But I'm, I've always been a Michelangelo guy. All right, all right. Uh, let's see what else I got for you. You ever consider getting back into film at any chance? I, I never. I was never in no. film. Yeah. No, I well, that's a great question though. I, I with all the people that I know, you know, including Kevin and yeah. uh, you know a lot of people 
I I think every kid always has always always want they have their they have a movie in them. Right. They would love to either write or direct or create their own movie, especially yeah. like geeks like us. We I mean, who wouldn't yeah. want to be responsible for like the next Star Wars or you know, like the next like Highlander, the next yeah. Ghostbusters. Um yeah, I mean, I have pieces of things maybe that I'd maybe like to do. They'd probably be better as shorts mm -hmm. rather than a feature-length film. Yeah. Uh, and I think with all the people I know that could give me advice, like maybe I should take a shot at it. Why it's not? just, yeah, it's just actually putting words down on the paper right. is tough. And I that's why that. I admire Kevin so much. Like he can literally write a movie in like one night. Like he'll, he'll wake up, he'll smoke weed, and then I'll be like, <laughs> wait a minute, I got this great idea. And if uh, yeah, and if you, and about you know, I'm gonna do a movie about uh, you know, a guy gets turned into a walrus. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, or <laughs> or you know, or something like that. And he'll j he'll go and he'll do it, whereas yeah. most people are like yeah, I have this idea. Did he get that idea from a podcast? Was yeah, he doing yeah. A podcast at yeah, the time? he read a story on like the UK Craigslist, and he talked about it on a podcast, yeah. and that turned into a movie. And much like Comic Book Man, it started yeah. as a podcast, got turned into a TV show. It's pretty yeah, it's That's pretty, pretty insane. Epic. Are you working on anything else? Anything else? I uh, I right now I'm going to a lot of conventions. A lot mm -hmm. of people ask me like, what's the best part about being on Comic Book Man? I, I truly think it's being able to go around the country mm -hmm. and meet like actual physical people who like the show. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, they they shoot the show in the store. We shoot for from July to September. We shoot all like two months and they cut it all together. And but you know, I'm in the store anyways, and it's kind of insulated yeah. and as much um. You know, there's a small crew in there, and, mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's the four of us mm -hmm. as usual. You don't really think about the reach it has beyond that. You yeah. know, you never, you don't, you know, people are watching it. You see, you see a, a rough number every so often. You know, like a million people watch this week or whatever. Yeah. But to actually meet these people is pretty cool. And I, what I really like is the little kids. The little, yeah. the, a lot of little kids watch the show, mm -hmm. which I never expected. Yeah. And it's cool to meet those kids in real That's life. Cool. Yeah, it's That's pretty. That's cool. I know they're pretty excited. It's fun. And then when you go to a con, they uh, the other best part is they have other celebrity guests. Mm -hmm. And I'm a I'm a geek like anybody else. So yeah. like this week at Comicalism. The Aliens cast, like that's mine. Aliens We're is one ready. of my favorite movies, like top five, definitely top five, if not top three movies of all time. Okay, yeah, we just we did a review on that uh, not too long ago. Is there anybody in particular that you're eager to meet? I think I, I think Sigourney Weaver is definitely the, the at the top. But I mean, Bill Paxton, you yeah. know, I've always I always think I always thought Hudson was a great character, and uh, somebody rem I was like somebody reminded me today. It's like, dude, Bill Paxton, Twister. Like holy crap, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Twister. Yeah. So yeah. we had this debate: who wins in a death battle? Okay. Alien or Predator with no weapons? With no weapons, with no I, weapons. I think though. Yeah, what is then the alien? The alien's got it hands down. That's yeah. The yeah. I think the alien. The alien. Not only you know, it's it's is built to kill, built to kill, with the you know their their whole. Yeah, their their whole purpose in life is is yeah. to is to kill and then you know then procreate you know via the chest huggers but the the multiple rows of teeth and then you know, the, the concent concentrated acid for blood like game set match right there yeah yeah predator sure great hunter but he needs that little keep that little like <laughs> iPad on his, his little eye watch little, little eye watch <laughs> on his wrist yeah I mean you know, definitely a badass but I think uh, more looks than substance definitely okay. more 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 form than function the okay. predator last one then we'll let you go. Um, who wins in a death battle, Goku, Superman, or One Punch Man? Man, see, I, I, wow, you threw in the One Punch Man. That's see, every, I, everyone's always asked me, Superman, Goku, or, Goku, Goku yeah. or Superman, but we're throwing One Punch Man. One punch so there you go with Superman. Man. I think he's built it. Well, you get a fact, are, do we have a yellow sun? Are we, on, are we on Earth? We're, we're well, on then Earth. Superman for yeah. sure, yeah. You, you have to ask the important question. So, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, if they're under a red sun, no. But yellow sun, yeah, Superman's got, yeah, he's pretty pretty much indestructible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, man, thanks for talking. Dude, absolutely. This, man, absolutely. Anytime. You guys Hopefully I'll see you. You're going to be at Compalooza. Oh, Saturday. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. Well, I, um, we'll track you down. Harass yeah, you some more. Third year in a row. Uh, yeah. they, they call me alumni now, which <laughs> makes me really happy. So, But, I mean, I love that Compalooza is one of the greatest cons in the yeah. world for sure. Awesome, man. Thanks so much for talking of with course, us. Of course. Thank you. appreciate it. And have fun with that shirt. Thank Don't you. use it to sham your car too try much. Try not. <laughs> Next up, we got to sit down with uh, Chuck Huber, who is a uh, very famous uh, voice actor. Uh, he's known as the voice of Garlic Jr. and Android 17 from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, one of my personal favorites, uh, Hiei from Yu Yu Hakusho. And um, you also know him as uh, the guy that turned that little girl into a chimera and a full metal alchemist, uh, ranking him as probably one of the top bastards in the history of anime <laughs> but he's actually a super cool dude uh, we had a lot of fun with that guy and uh go ahead check him out also um he has a new movie coming out called uh, arbor day the musical which is a musical about uh, 9-11 so uh as you mull that over in your brains enjoy the interview all right, I'm here with Chuck Huber with Hello. Cult 45 Podcast. What's going on, man? I am doing well. How about yourself? I am doing well as well. That is good. That is good. That I'm, is very good. I'm glad it is good. <laughs> We're all welded. Yes. <laughs> now that we all... <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself. How'd you get into uh, doing the act, voice acting? Uh, voice acting, I was at a rehearsals one day, and my buddy Brad Jackson came in, because uh, I was already an actor. I'd been an actor for years, and he was like, hey, man, you should go audition for this Dragon Balls thing. And I was like, Dragon Balls? That sounds like porn. And he was like, no, it's Japanese anime and I was like okay it's like definitely porn, porn yeah <laughs> right and uh, I went and auditioned and um, I didn't think it was real like yeah I was like seems rinky dink and it, the company Funimation was just starting they had like no you had to walk through like stacks of boxes and they had like you know moving blankets for sound attenuation and yeah. the, the studio was kind of cobbled together with a little whisper room and like you know, sort of folding tables that all the equipment was on, and I was like, this is never going to be anything. No shit. I'll do it, because I get to play a crazy small alien, Yeah. but I didn't think it was real. Which what alien were you? Uh, Garlic Jr. <laughs> I'm going to push you into the dead zone. <laughs> so you also did... Full Metal Alchemist. Alchemist. Yeah, that's How true. was that? Chow Tucker. Fetch, Nina, fetch. Good girl. That was a creepy dude. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, people that, like... They don't like me for that role. That was a creepy dude. But tell me about what you're doing now. Uh, my movie just released on Amazon. What's the name? Uh, it's of? called Arbor Day the Musical. It is the world's uh, best and only uh, musical comedy about September 11th. Okay. It's kind of a cross between Waiting for Guffman and Springtime for Hitler. What Not made really. you come up with the idea? <laughs> um, uh, you know, after September 11th, and like everybody like freaks out, and there's all these different viewpoints on it, and um, you know, mm-hmm. I just I just sort of dove down the rabbit hole, and uh, I liked the like incredible arguments that would happen between mm-hmm. people of different views for that day, whether it's politically or, or uh, you know, some people think aliens did it. Like there's a whole whole host of things, mm-hmm. but. Um, this kind of uh, lets all those people get into a room, and it's it's about a theater director putting on the world's first September 11th musical, and uh, it uh, doesn't, you know, it's it's obviously it's 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 a you know, Firefighter Jesus is probably my favorite song, in it, if I had to pick. Did you write the songs as well? No, Vic Mignogna did, another another voice actor. He stars in it. Brina Palencia stars in it. Matthew Tompkins, Jakey Cave, Gregory Lush, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Schmidt. Bunch of awesome people. So Marion Obadalabeg. You got a pretty strong, and I don't know if this is just the internet, but you got a pretty strong fan following. You had a heart attack 
while ago. Oh, yeah, my heart they, attack. Yeah, that was back in 2010. And it was pretty, strictly through fan support that you got the money to raise? Yeah, no, the, um, the, 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 the actual surgery was like half a million dollars. What mm-hmm. the fans paid for was uh, I had three months of recovery after that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't work for three months. I had to be bedridden. So mm-hmm. they uh, fans came together and supported me for three months. That's kick-ass. Yeah, it was really that cool. That is really, really cool. It was really nice. So what was your favorite voice to do out of all of them that you did? Probably uh, Hie from Yu Yu Hakusho. I mean, I really like Android 17, and I like Dr. Stein, too, but Hie uh, is the first time I ever went to a convention, and they were like, we're going to bring you to a con. And I was like, what's that? Um, they are like, you'll like it. Just come with us. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do, pass out flyers? And they were like, no, you're going to sign autographs. I was like, you're stupid. They were like, no, we're not stupid. We know what we're doing. And I really, I really thought they didn't know what they were doing and they didn't understand how autographs worked or something. Mm-hmm. And then I got there and I signed autographs for four hours for all these no Hiei fans. Yes. And they were Android 17 fans too, but it was yeah. it was during the Yu Yu Hakusho sort of thing when that was happening. You know, but I, I, like, I never wow. thought there was like a big following like that. I, I mean, I know Dragon Ball has a big following, but I didn't know people followed around the voice actors. Yeah, they do. Well. It's really weird. Oh, that's pretty cool, And really though. awesome. Yeah. Man, thanks, All right. Chuck. I appreciate you talking with us, bro. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Good. I'm glad. Now I have to punch you in the head. <laughs> you want Dragon of the Darkness? Flame! I can't go full dragon or I end up killing people. In this last interview, we got to sit with Miss Anita Long, who is the president of Women in Film and Television, also a producer and director for our own company, Long Films Entertainment. Um, we got super lucky to be able to sit down with her. She's a consistent comic palooza attendee, and uh, we had a blast sitting down with her. Enjoy the interview. All right, it's Cold 45. We're here with Miss Anita Long. How's it going? What brings you to the Kong Paloozas or cons and all that good stuff? <laughs> well, um, I um, I come every year. Okay. And uh, so I, I just just really love going to um, all things science fiction. Okay. And um, the Comic Palooza here in Houston is really, really excellent because there's not just, um, um, you know, the celebrities, mm-hmm. but there's everything from the makerspace to NASA mm-hmm. to um, the vendors, right. um, vendors that have clothing, the steampunk, all, all the various things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, last year, I was, or uh, the last two years, I've interviewed um, uh, Nicole Nichols, mm-hmm. who is Uhura from Star Trek, Okay, which was extremely exciting for me because um, she was one of my idols. Yeah. And so that's really probably how I originally got involved with um, science fiction is okay. I used to watch Star Trek all the time. Yeah. So I'd run around wear, wearing my little short dress and pretending like I was a, you know, the lieutenant, you know, communications officer. And, and so um, I was thrilled to meet her mm-hmm. at uh, the Kamapalooza here in Houston, mm-hmm. and she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we sang a song together. I mean, it was just an... I interviewed her and we sang a song together and um, she just talked about her history and, and the fact that um, um, Martin Luther King, in fact, had asked her to um, continue to do the show mm-hmm. because she was one of the first black women on television. Right. And so that, and 
Yeah, but I'm, I'm president of Women in Film and Television okay. for Houston. That's cool. And so... Um, so is, is this an organization that you started, or you just, you're the president of it I'm now? I'm the president of it here in Houston, okay. and it is, um, we've been around, we've been in existence for 20 years mm -hmm. now. This is our 20th anniversary this yeah. year. Mm -hmm. um, it is a an international organization, okay. and um, it's, uh, I think we have now maybe 35 chapters around oh the wow, world. Oh, wow, that's pretty big. Uh-huh, yeah. and so. So what made you want to be a part of this organization, become the president of it? Uh, well, you know, I, uh, and I don't want to age myself, but I, maybe uh, many, many years ago, mm -hmm. um, I'd wanted to be involved in television. Okay. And so I worked for a, a Viacom, mm -hmm. and I was a boom girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you run behind the camera person. And I realized at that time, because I, um, I didn't really like that I mm -hmm. thought you know over over the years I've just kind of ma made my way doing one position or another mm -hmm. and um, and now I'm a producer mm -hmm. um, but I've done everything from <laughs> I'm a I'm a producer director mm -hmm. um, I have my own company called Long Film Studios okay. and um, we do documentaries <laughs> and um, various uh, corporate type mm -hmm. you know filming but my heart really is in, is in doing socially responsible content, mm -hmm. and um, and I'm an educator, so okay. I also teach this. So I went I went spent years um, training middle school and high school students mm -hmm. how to use equipment and and get the stories from the community of their elders, mm -hmm. and um, and then to do uh, you know pieces around nonprofit the nonprofit mm -hmm. sector, just to help them. You know, yeah. learn some compassion as well, right? Um, and and also build their skill base. You know, we have a pretty dedicated listener. Um, I think her name's Brenda. I can never say her name right, but she's a uh, very big into women in film, and mm -hmm. so she's opened my eyes to just looking at the roles women play in movies and uh, behind the scenes as well. How do you feel women are being represented in this last, like, 2016? as far as leading roles and things like that? Do you think there's been a dynamic change? Um, well, you know, that's part of why, well, that is also another reason <laughs> why um, I am, um, one of the things we do with women in film is to assist women in um, being in front of the camera, mm -hmm. behind the camera, um, working in all of the various aspects of filmmaking. Okay. And yes, in fact, the, the panel that I'm doing we have a full array of activities the entire day for um, the June 18th, mm -hmm. and um, the the panel that I'm that I've put together. I've selected a number of women that are in all these various entertainment arenas, mm -hmm. and so one of the things, and this this is a program that I, that I have that it, it is I'm the founder of, and it's called Claim Your Fame. Okay. And I'll try to explain the whole title. Yeah. But Claim Your Fame is for these women who. Um, have you know they're working in all these different industries, but they're not actually like claiming that you know I I just now said I'm a director. Well, I've been directing for a long time, but I never mm. really go I'm mm. a director. I, I for some reason I kind of keep that to myself. Right. It's okay to be a producer because mm -hmm. the producers do all the <laughs> all the work, right? Right. But and it doesn't mean that the directors don't. But I, um, you know, I'm trying to be okay with that and go, I need to claim that, yeah, I'm a, I'm a director yeah. as well. I mean, I've got an array of things that I do, but I don't a lot of times let people know. Mm -hmm. um, but I, 
I think that's one of the things uh, that we're trying to do, or I'm trying to do, is mm -hmm. get women to, to learn to go, yeah, I, I'm the best pie maker on my block. Yeah. And, um, and I'm going to claim that. Right. <laughs> and then the next level of it is um, uh, the emerging Shiro mm -hmm. mentor. Okay. So what I mean by that, the emer emerging, okay, you've made your pie, or whatever it might be, and now you get your next step. And how do you how do you get your pie into a, a grocery store? Right. So sometimes you need a mentor to go, hey, if you did this, this, and this, mm -hmm. we could get you into this shop. Right. And so it's like trying to find the path of, um, um, you know, claiming it, mm -hmm. and then moving, emerging to the next level, mm -hmm. and finding a mentor for mm -hmm. that. And what I've done is I've combined it with. Um, um, Women in animation, um, television, mm -hmm. um, and the literary art, mm -hmm. and li or literature around around the globe. So okay. I kind of look at it as a large, um, you know, the world. And so it sort of comes full swing about where where do women actually um, um, find their voice? Mm -hmm. And th and I think that that it is coming even more so. Like mm -hmm. you just asked me the question about you know, in the last year, well, you're starting to see sort of a, an awakening. Absolutely. And it's all been there, but mm -hmm. it's now people are starting to kind of, they're elevating to a new new arena with things. Mm -hmm. You're seeing a little bit more diversity, for one, yeah. on TV, leading roles, um, and, um, and that also relates to the younger generation. So right. part of this thing that I'm doing with this Claim Your Fame, the emerging female, or Shiro mm -hmm. uh, hero, is to get the mentor, the women that have already made it, right. to reach back and go, hey, you know. That's I really important. Yeah. That's really, really that's important. That's what I think is one thing that's missing, because I believe, I thought about it, and I thought, well, you know, I always had my mother, mm -hmm. but I, I think I was in my 30s before I actually had a mentor, a right. female mentor. Mm -hmm. and, um, that, and, and I remember this, this woman, her name was Phyllis Perez Sorensen, and she said, um, you need to go into marketing. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know, I was like, marketing, what, what would that entail? And it just kind of took me on another another road. Right. And it, and it opened up a lot of other things, because I was already doing it and didn't really completely know that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so this, this whole thing with the panel, we have um, a nice array of women coming out. Okay. <laughs> um, Do you want to know who? Absolutely. Okay, who so got? I'll just kind of rattle off some names. Okay. We have... Um, uh, Alma Barrera, okay. and she worked with um, Channel 13 for many, many years. I think she was one of the first Latina women, okay. Mexican women, right. to be on TV in Houston. Um, Kim Gagne, mm. who is the producer for the Steve Harvey show. Okay. And she's just really a firecracker. She's just, she's like, um, Th that's what I mean about mentors. You, you mm -hmm. know, you, you, you see someone like her, she's just doing the drill. She, she, she flies to Chicago, does her show, flies back to Houston. Her home is in Houston. She uh, grew up in Fifth Ward, I think it mm -hmm. was. And, you know, and so she's, you know, she's doing the drill. Um, she will be there. I have um, Sherman Chow, okay. who is at Channel 11, and um, another, um, you know, very... Um, positive woman doing doing things in the community. I have um, a Rosemary um, um, Solis, who is uh, the founding editor of the um, a literal magazine. Mm -hmm. I 
hope I'm saying the name right, but she is, that's an amazing magazine. It's an international magazine for um, the Latino community mm -hmm. and that ethnicities. Um, Linda Sager, who is a, a script consultant, mm -hmm. and she is coming to town and she's one of the, she's got like 13 books out there. It's like, what makes a good script great? Um, um, women, women in film and television, women who call the shots. And I think she wrote that book 20 something odd years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, Madeline Scar, who is like a, a very hip um, Twitter like professional and mm -hmm. she, she's been, I don't know, like three times number one in Houston and different pl in LA and this sort of thing. Um, and um, um, Camille um, Algier, and she's with NASA. She's a rocket scientist. Okay, all right. See, sister, <laughs> she's just like. Um, and then I have a young woman who is um, um, Cameron White, and she's a an illustrator, comic illustrator. She's a young young African American girl. Okay. And she is just got she's got her own perspective. So I'm putting all this combination together. I think what you're doing is really really cool because. It's not just, it's so many different facets that you're going at. And because sometimes, you know, your parents are there for support, but they are not in those genres. They don't mm -hmm. know, you don't, you don't, you could ask them questions, they wouldn't have the answer. Mm -hmm. They might help you. But having people that are doing it at a high level that you could speak to, mm -hmm. I think it's really awesome. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of excited. Are men allowed? Can we like, oh, are you can kidding? we, uh, oh, you like need to come out. I'm serious because um, we have, um, at 10 o'clock, we have, um, the Red Pearl, mm -hmm. and now that's because what I'm doing is I'm adding short film mm -hmm. with each of them. They all have like a like a three minute, two minute clip, and it shows a little bit about them. But the Red Pearl is coming up at 10 o'clock in okay. the morning, and that was uh, a NASA initiative around um, Cinespace, and where they encourage people to use the the high resolution content mm -hmm. and build a film and then send it in and then Red Pearl won it and it had to do with uh, Molly Vernon was the uh, producer mm -hmm. and um, Uju was the actress a, a Nigerian girl and they, they actually had um, you know did this beautiful piece where she, you, you have a Nigerian girl on, mm -hmm. on Mars oh. And, and okay, they did a beautiful, cool. and yeah. they, they won for that award, so that'll be showing, and then our panel, and then we have um, an array of, of films coming out at, in the afternoon okay. for the students that I have from St. Stephen's Film, film School. I mm -hmm. teach um, international baccalaureate filmmaking. Okay. So those that want to do, really get into the deeper level of, of filmmaking, and these are the, I picked out the top four winners from that, and okay. um, Imaya White. Um, Brooks Farish, uh, Lewis. Um, um, I see his name. Yeah. I, 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 yep. And <laughs> anyway, but those that would be. And then the final. There's just two other. And then there's something called Higher Ground. That was ama That's amazing. So that whole day is going to be filled. With, you can come in at any time. Okay, Miss Long. It was great having you. <laughs> you never answer. Is it sugar or salt in the grits? Oh, it's salt. Oh, all right. Interview over. Uh, <laughs> I love salt. Thank you so much for talking, and we hope to see you at uh, Conkalusa. You okay. did great. All right, and that'll pretty much wrap up the uh, Comic Palooza post show. Once again, huge thanks to everybody who attended our panel, who uh, stopped and looked at us at our live show, every uh, podcast partnership partner that we met in the family. Uh, what's up to y'all guys, man? We had a really, really good time hanging out with everybody. Um, last but not least, I can't I can't leave out my boys, Young Mustard and uh, Boss Rhino, who uh, 
came out there and helped us out as well. Uh, the whole team was together. Uh, everybody did an excellent job. I couldn't be more proud of the podcast and uh, where we're going from here on out. Uh, also, a humongous shout out to uh, White Cup Entertainment. Um, the guys have been nothing but cool to us, and they uh, hooked me up with a little bit of swag, man. I definitely appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we can uh, do something for them. But they are a Houston base. Uh, they are online, so hit up White Cup in, uh, ENT um, and check out their online stores. Really, really cool stuff. Yeah, so we're pretty much going to just uh, sign it off. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. So if you really, really like the interviews, uh, guess what? You can actually be able to see them. You know why? Because we have a YouTube account, and we always had a YouTube account. We always had a YouTube account. So please uh, hop on there, subscribe. You can uh, watch actually with your eyeballs in your head. Um, the interviews with uh, Ming Chen, uh, Lou Fregno, and uh, Chuck Huber as well. Um, be sure to hit us up at Colt 45 Podcast. That's for everything Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook as well. Um, please like us there. Uh, if you got any free swag from us, we'd really appreciate a like or a five star review on iTunes. That would really help us out. And um, everybody else have a really good day, and uh, we'll see y'all next week.